Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Rebecca. And this is Chills. Thrills. And Kills. Woo! All right, so this is going to be my second mini. Itty bitty. Itty bitty. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, and I actually have had a few people ask me to tell this full story so i'm hoping this satisfies our listeners i'm gonna try to get as detailed as possible to make it worth the wait because all of this started like years ago (laughs) so yeah all right all right i'm just gonna get started okay so This is going to be the story of that one time I thought I lived next to a serial killer, an alleged serial killer. (laughs) Yes, none of this is confirmed in any way, people. This is just purely, if you've seen the movie Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf, this is purely speculation before it's proven. (laughs) And um, we're going to go ahead and say that the ending where Homeboy goes in said dude's house does not happen here because I'm not that crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you for not being that crazy. I'm really glad you're still here to do this podcast with me. Yeah, absolutely not. I would never, ever, ever do that. Watching them is one thing, but going on their property, absolutely not. I live in the South and people get shot for that. (laughs) Truly. Also, Katie, I hope you don't mind. I totally just realized with this, there was a story I was supposed to tell in the episode we recorded last night. Okay, so can so you I might this a story time? <laughs> yeah, I might just add that on to the end of your episode. So. <laughs> okay, good. I love a good story time. <laughs> All right, so let's get into yours. Okay, so... um. This may or may not be um, a current neighbor. I don't really, one, want to triangulate where I live, and I also don't want to get in any kind of trouble because this is all strictly just me being weird and noticing all the weird stuff that happened. So I'm not saying that he is definitely a murderer or a criminal or anything. So don't take it that way. And anyway, so... um. I had this neighbor, and at first, he was super chill, so nice. When we first moved into the house, um, he would actually come over and, like, cut our grass and just, you know, wave when we were leaving for work. So, he was super chill. Um, He would talk to us when we were outside. He would play with our dogs. I never got, like, a weird feeling from him until one night. My boyfriend and I were standing in the backyard, and we see this guy starting to cut apart a washing machine with a chainsaw. That's a... I've had... My boyfriend has had to take apart a washing machine before, and that's a really weird way to do it. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't like he was trying to take it apart to fix it. Like, he was going in on just, like, fucking shit up. Okay, so, so qualifying question here. Yes. Does he typically have, like, spare metal lying around his yard? Like, maybe he scraps stuff for parts? No. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
we kind of stood there watching because first of all it was super loud if you've ever heard a chainsaw go on it's anything metal it is so loud so i mean you gotta figure this is a box made out of metal that he is cutting into with a chainsaw my dogs were flipping shit like it was super loud so that was like weird instance number one and my boyfriend, just to give a little bit of a backstory, does um, HVAC work for a living. So he's very familiar with like ventilation systems, air conditioning systems, refrigerator system, like anything like that he's super familiar with. So we were walking around outside playing with the dogs one day and he looked over and he's like, hmm, that's a little weird. And I'm like, what do you what do you mean? What What's a little weird? And he was like. Um, there's ventilation systems on the top of our neighbor's house, but they're for like cooking, like industrial cooking. Hmm. So I was like, hmm. And he does have like, or he did, I don't know if he still does, had this addition built onto his house that was made entirely out of plywood. There's no windows. There's one door that leads to the backyard and it is a pretty decent size addition. And from what I understood, you have to have a permit to do stuff like that Um, because you definitely have to have a permit to run like ventilation systems. So we kind of just let it slide for a little bit until the smell started happening. Oh, I don't. I'm getting real Sweeney Todd vibes here. Yeah. So (laughs) this happened when my boyfriend was out of town. I come home one day and there is this disgusting like almost sweet burning smell in the air and I don't know if anybody else has ever smelled like burning flesh but if you ever have it is a smell you will never forget it's like the worst smell on top of like the sweetest perfume you could possibly think of so it's pretty pretty distinct and disgusting and that's exactly what it smelled like so I of course I'm like oh god I'm here by myself I'm not gonna survive through the night he's cooking bitches over there oh god so I'm I go inside and of course I'm texting everyone that lives near me and I'm like can I please come stay at your house because there's some weird smells going on the other night this guy was cutting apart a washing machine like I don't know what's going on So I ended up staying home because, again, I have 37 dogs and nobody wants all those dogs at their house. So the next day I see this woman go in his house. And I go to work, come home, and her car's still sitting in the driveway when I get home. So I was like, okay, well, he must have company over. Well, the next morning he drives the car away without the woman in it. So... So was I really spot on with the Disturbia reference? Because uh-huh. I didn't know uh-huh. this story, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll... Yeah, it gets it gets real... Yeah. And I... That's to myself. I'm like, am I in a movie? Like, is this really happening? <laughs> I mean, I think you are, but... <laughs> yeah. So, he drives this woman's car away. She's not in the car. I never see her again. Um... Mm. The same thing happens a couple weeks later. This lady goes to his house. The next morning, he drives her car away. She never, I never see her again. And in his defense, I do work an hour away from where I live. So if something happened during the time I wasn't home, then, you know, whatever. 
But then these missing women started popping up in the city I live in. Um, They were all pretty well-known sex workers. So, yeah. Um, It happened a couple more times, and I actually ended up calling the police because I see these vehicles that, you know, they're associated with, and they look like these women. Nothing ever really comes of it. You know, apparently I'm just a paranoid neighbor. (laughs) But... So a couple weeks go by and nothing really happens. Everything's pretty quiet. And one of my friends comes over pretty late at night and I wasn't home yet. So I had a trampoline in my backyard. So she just went out back and sat on my trampoline until I got home. And she sends me this message and she's like, your neighbor is super fucking weird. And I was like, so why? And she was like, I'm sitting on the trampoline with my back facing his yard and I could feel someone staring at me. And I turn around and he's standing at your fence staring at me. And when I ask him what the fuck he's looking at, he just smiled at me and walked away. I fucking hate that. Uh, I'm literally hugging myself right now. Yeah. She was like, "Um, I don't like this. I'm going to go sit on your back porch. Please hurry up and come home. And this was pretty late at night. Like, I want to say around 10, 30, 11 o'clock and 11 o'clock. And I mean, who who stares into someone's yard that late at night? So horrifying. Yeah. So I get home. Meanwhile, this is all within the time frame that my boyfriend is still out of town for work. So I'm by myself after this happens. So the next day, my boyfriend comes home and I tell him what's going on, what happened with my friend. And he's like, I wouldn't really look too much into it. You know, maybe he's just lonely and he wanted to talk to her. And I was like, but that late at night. And he's one of those people that tries to see the good in everybody. And I'm like, just don't do that. Because sometimes there is no good. But anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm telling myself to, like, calm down and ignore it or whatever. So we go to bed that night. And we hear what sounds like a chainsaw crank up right outside of our bedroom window. No, uh, no, 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 yeah. get the fuck out of there. And this is like, as soon as you get into that really deep stage of sleep. So we were dead asleep when this happened. My boyfriend jumps up, rips the curtain open, looks outside. He doesn't see anything, but you can still hear it. So he runs out in the backyard and he doesn't see him anywhere. He could still hear the chainsaw, but he couldn't see him anywhere. And I'm like, first of all, why the fuck would you go out there if you think someone has a chainsaw? Really? But he's fearless. Nothing scares him. So, anyway. <laughs> so, he's the first person to die in a horror movie is what I'm hearing. I don't, I don't know because he's pretty strategic. So, I'm thinking he's the guy that everybody expects to die. But then he, like, sets little booby traps for everyone and survives. So. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but in this instance, he did not set booby traps. No, he and didn't. And he ran out empty-handed towards a chainsaw welding psychopath yeah so the next morning I go outside to see if maybe there's another washing machine out there (laughs) just because I don't know maybe he creates art with scrap metal or something I don't know so the only thing I saw were these big metal burn barrels um the ones that are probably like I don't know four foot tall and they're pretty large and they're pretty heavy and 
they hadn't been back there before. Um, but you could definitely tell that something had been burnt in them. So I was just like, okay, well, you know, maybe he was cutting down some random tree limbs and burning them or whatever. Cause I refuse to believe that this kind of shit is happening next door to my house and that I could possibly be in danger because if I think about it that way, I'm never going to sleep again. <laughs> Understandably. I'm so jumpy from this story though. And my cat keeps moving. So there's a gate behind me. And there's this giant crack in the gate. And so I just keep seeing movement and I am panicking. Yeah. So it's, it, it's weird. So, um, the next morning, my neighbor, my other neighbor tells my boyfriend that he had to chase someone away from my car with a gun because they were trying to break into my car. Um... So he said it was a young kid wearing a red hoodie. You know, I couldn't really tell what he looked like because it was dark and he just ran. He claimed that he was trying to find his dog um, and he just kind of ran. So if you were trying to find your dog, why would you run? And where the fuck is the dog? And Um, also, why the fuck are you trying to break into a car? Yeah. So the funny thing is... Earlier in the day, I saw a younger guy go into the other neighbor's house wearing a red hoodie. So here I am thinking he's got somebody trying to break into my car. He's going to try to break into my home. And I'm getting super freaked out because I know he knows that I'm watching him. Because if I happen to look out there, he'll already be there like looking at my house. So I feel like he already knew that I was watching him. Hmm. Because uh, there was just too many coincidences and too much weird shit going on. So a week goes by and I don't really hear anything. Don't, you know, see any or smell any smells or whatever. See any random people that go in his house and don't come out. But then he has those really big blue barrels that you see people keep like acid and stuff in. Just chilling in his backyard. So... Yeah, not only does he have those big blue industrial barrels and the burn barrels, there's another washing machine out there. (laughs) What is he doing with the washing machine? I know. So, what I was thinking is, what if he was getting these sex workers, having his way with them, cutting them apart stuffing their clothes into the washing machines and then he freaks out because he thinks oh shit they could probably still find traces of dna in these washing machines and so he destroys the washing machines and puts the bodies of these women in these barrels i mean that's also kind of what i'm thinking but then my next question is what the fuck does your washing machine budget look like that and see that was another thing that i'm like where are you just getting these random washing machines from so, I I know he saw me see the barrels in his backyard because there's there's a there was a chain link fence between our yards, so we could see in each other's yards like no problem. You could see everything. Um, so the day after that, all of a sudden, all the barrels are gone, every single one of them. Um, yeah, so that's when I started to get a little concerned, just because these women, by the way, are still missing. Yeah. And it just made me feel uneasy. So that whole week, we smelled those weird-ass smells all night. Um, you could see smoke coming from the ventilation system and that little area. So that kind of 
freaked me out. At first, I thought maybe he was cooking crack or something. <laughs> and, like, he was, I don't know, manufacturing some kind of drug. And maybe that's why he had a ventilation system. But there was never any chemical smell coming from there. It was just, like, that burning sweet smell every single time. Yeah, I mean, even even if the smell were like that, I you could theorize away with that theory 90% of it, but then explain the washing machine mm-hmm. and explain the burn barrels. And where are these women? Well, I mean that too, but that could be anybody else, you know? And why are you the last person in their vehicle? Where are you taking these vehicles? Like, it, it was just uh, yeah. so much at one time that I was just like, I don't get it. And when you call things like this in to the police, they totally think you're joking. Like, they don't they don't take you seriously. They're not going to take you seriously. They've got way too many other serious matters to attend to every quote-unquote prank call, which is what I was told when I called for the second time. Oh, um, yeah. So... After this, every single night when I would get home and I wouldn't get home until about 10, 30, 11 o'clock after work, he would be sitting in his yard just watching my yard, like not sitting on his front porch, not sitting in a chair, sitting in the grass in his yard facing my yard. I hate all of this. Yeah. So a couple days later, the house directly across the street from me went up for sale, which doesn't really surprise me because the people who lived there were just trash and they destroyed that house. And so the man who owns that house came down. He lived in like Vermont or something like that. And he caught me going to work one morning. And he was like, hey, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yes, sir, oh, of course. You know, what's up? And he was like, do you get weird vibes from your neighbor? And he was looking at my other neighbor's house. So I was like, no, he's super cool. You know, he watches our house when we're gone. He was like, no, 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 no. The other neighbor. And I was like, well, I am in my head automatically thinking this is a setup. Don't say anything stupid. Like, this could be dangerous. And I was like, no, not really. And he was like, well, one of the people that live down the street from here said that they've been smelling some really weird smells coming from his house. And he's got a lot of traffic coming in and out. But he ne- they never see the people leave. And that there's a lot of loud noises that come from his backyard. So I just wanted to know if you had seen or heard anything. And apparently this guy was like a retired U.S. Marshal or something like that. So I just told him everything. Like, after he said that, I was like, if this is something to come back and bite me in the ass, you know, at least I took the chance that, you know, maybe this could go somewhere because if he is doing something with these women, he needs to be caught, of course. And now I'm terrified. Yeah. So I told him everything and he was like, yeah, that's exactly what the lady down the street said was going on. I'm going to go knock on his door and see, you know, just say, hey, are you okay? You know, is it, what's, what's, what's going on we've seen a bunch of people you know not leaving your house is everything all right da 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 da, whatever this is when I learn this man has a whole ass wife that has never left the house at this point I'd been living there for a year and a half so like an alive wife yes well I I I ended up seeing her so I hope she was alive (laughs) 
So he's like, yeah, I always thought him and his wife were super weird. And I was like, oh, so what happened to his wife? And he was like, no, she still lives there. And I was like, um, I've never seen her ever. And when I first moved into that house, I was home for two months every single day. So, and I was outside most of the time. I never seen really any movement in the house. I never seen anyone go check the mail. I never seen anyone open the door. Like, I was like, there's no way she lives in there. So, <sighs> um, I have a room that has like all my makeup and all that stuff in it when I lived in this house. And I was sitting in there and I was washing the curtains. So there was nothing covering the windows. And I happened to glance over and I see this woman come running out the front door. Um. And I'm like, what is going on? She's on the phone, hysterical, like trying to catch her breath. And all I hear is, he won't let me leave. He won't let me leave. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh my God. So at this point, I'm like, do I get involved? Do I call the cops? What do I do? I'm like, she has a phone. I I don't know what to do. So... Apparently, the guy across the street also saw this and called the cops. They still didn't come over. So, yeah. Um, That was the last time I saw her. I didn't see her at all after that. I never seen any of the other women leave the house, which still, like, thinking about that really, really makes my skin crawl. Because it's one of those things you hear about in other neighborhoods, but you never would expect that to happen so close to you. Um, yeah. yeah, so, and there was on another instance where I was in that same room and he was cutting the grass and I didn't hear the lawnmower moving. Like when you hear a lawnmower mowing like an entire yard, you can hear it when it goes further away and when it gets closer. And I was like, what, why is that? Why does it sound like that's not moving? I look out and he is standing there looking in the window. So the first thing, yeah, the first thing out of my mouth is, what the fuck are you doing? Because instincts. And I don't get a, hey, fuck you, I'm watching you, nothing. He just walks away. So, yeah, that, um, that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess you could say, because I was freaked out before then. But to me, that was telling me, I know you're watching me, just know that I'm watching you. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't like it. It's just uh, not good. (laughs) Um, There hadn't had been anything else that had really happened other than, you know, the same shit we... From the time we moved in until the last I heard about this house, there were four washing machines that were cut apart. <laughs> four of them. Um, barrels would go in and out of that house. They, there were still reports of women going in and not coming out. Random cars, him driving these random cars away. Um, the last thing that happened to me there was I have a plot hound, and her name is Hemi, and she is the most people-friendly dog I have ever met in my life. She loves people. She'll go straight up to you. Um, She is not aggressive at all. Um, Even when she had her full litter of puppies, she was not aggressive towards people. So Hemi would go with me every day to check the mail at the end of my driveway. 
and we were walking down the driveway and she just kind of stopped and started walking backwards, which I had never seen her do. And so I kind of turned around and I'm like, what's wrong with you? And I look and he's walking down the street in front of my house. And all he says is, she better not be mean. And I was like, what do you mean she better not be mean? I was like, you're walking in front of my house and she's on my property. What do you mean she better not be mean? And he was like, I'm just saying, she better not be mean. And he just walks away. So for her to have reacted to someone like that, um, that really made me weary of what was going on because like I said she's been introduced to people of all shapes sizes colors backgrounds and she has never reacted to a person like that before so I'm pretty sure I I feel like a dog responding that way to a human being should be grounds to call the police in and of itself yeah Particularly if that dog is a people-friendly dog that loves people. Yeah. So, that was pretty much where that stood. Um, This was actually a topic I had posted in the Morbid Facebook group. I know a few of our listeners came from that group. So, if you were asking about that story, this is kind of where it ends. Um, I got tons of questions as to if I ever called the police. Why didn't I keep more of an eye on it? I should have gotten cameras. I should have paid more attention. Um, I'm not trying to die. And if this guy had already realized I was watching him, I didn't want him to know I was recording him as well. And then with my dog reacting that way, obviously he wasn't afraid of her. So I wasn't really concerned with what was going on over there after that point. I was more concerned with my household safety. So I hope that answers some questions. Um, obviously, the police took it as a prank. So that's that's pretty much that. That's all that ended up happening with it. I haven't really seen anything in the news about him. So <laughs> if that's what was going on he hasn't been caught (laughs) um honestly and I just want to say this to you I really hope you don't hold like if that is what ends up coming down the road please don't hold that against yourself you did what any sane person would do which is you called the police and the police laughed in your face yeah I I kind of made peace with that um with like my dog thing because if I was being accused of prank calling at almost 30 years old and I you could hear that like not fear but I'm pretty sure I sounded pretty shaky um and I wasn't taken seriously for that I literally did all I could other than go in his house and figure out what's going on and I wasn't about to do that oh one other thing that happened that I just remembered Um, He ended up taking all the curtains and blinds down in his home and we drove by one day and on every single ceiling fan that you could see from windows were like weird shit hanging from the ceiling fans, but the fans were on. No. So I don't know what that was about. I don't know if he was trying to dry some clothes or what it was, but it was, they were all like these dingy looking pieces of cloth. So I'm like, hmm, maybe, um... Maybe he is using his washing machines for something and now he's having to spin his 
clothing on fan blades. <laughs> Either that or like now I just have Ed Gein vibes and I don't like it. See, I didn't want to go there. And my mind naturally did though. <laughs> Hey, Rebecca, guess what? What? I got my heathen hippo candle in the mail today. Really? So did I. Yeah, so I got the fireside scent, and it is literally my favorite thing in the world right now. I got my white tea and fig scent, and same. Yeah, they're amazing. Not to mention, our cute little logo looks so good on the front of this candle. I 100% agree, and I just... I don't know. I want to send one to everyone. (laughs) Same. They're super affordable. They're natural because they're made out of soy. And because they're made out of soy and they're natural, they burn evenly. There's no lingering smoky smell. And they even use my favorite wood wicks. Yeah. So that nice little crackle. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Especially with Fireside. I imagine that would be so nice. Yeah, it's literally like I'm sitting next to a campfire in my cramped little studio. It's perfect. (laughs) I love it. So, guys, if you want one, there are nine fragrances, five customizable font options, or you can get some of their really fun standard label options. They have some Joe Exotic ones that are calling my name. So, if you want to buy some of these adorable, affordable candles, go to Heathen Hippo on Etsy. And you can use our little code, CTKPOD, and save 10%. Yeah, so uh, literally not seeing any reason you shouldn't do that. So head on over right now. Like, right now. Right now, do it. (laughs) Yeah, but that's pretty much all with the... The neighbor story. I'm so, I'm sorry it wasn't more juicy. I don't have a great ending to it, but um, I just decided to remove myself from anything that had to do with that. <laughs> Which is smart because you're still here, and obviously he had taken a liking to you and your yeah. friend. Yeah, and no thanks. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woof. Okay, well, my story, thankfully, is quite a bit lighter. Definitely not as exciting, though. I don't think anything could be. (laughs) Uh, So I have posted several times in the group about a breakup that I had having to do with Murderpedia. Oh, my God, I was hoping you were going to tell the story. (laughs) I was supposed to tell it for... Oh, I guess technically this comes out before episode five, so that's fine. I'm telling it early. Surprise! (laughs) Uh, So my, I was dating this guy at the time, and we were sleeping together on a twin-size mattress in a room that is, like, twice the size of the closet that I'm currently in. Yikes. Yeah, it was a nightmare, but, uh... I, as you all have probably guessed, if you're in the Facebook group or if you've listened to me talk about how I never sleep, I am a an insomniac and I never sleep at night. And all of my inspiration to look at spooky shit always happens in the dead of night because, of course, it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one night I went down the rabbit hole and I was doing a fuck ton of Googling on Ed Gein 
uh, John Wayne Gacy, Dennis Nilsson, who's like a personal fave because so stupid. What an idiot. <laughs> Truly. Uh, and then H.H. H. Holmes, which is also a personal favorite and where this leaves off. Yes, so, <laughs> so I'm in the middle of looking up, you know, all of his different torture chambers that are documented and that kind of thing. And all of a sudden, my boyfriend of the time wakes up behind me and just sees that I'm looking up torture chambers while he's sleeping. And, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I just so happened to be reading about the part where he would, where H.H. Holmes had different rooms set up to a gas line. Where while people were sleeping, he would turn that on so that they'd suffocate from this gas in their sleep. Oh my god. So the timing was just really not ideal. <laughs> oh my god. We promptly broke up after that. Uh, <laughs> and understandably so, like, I probably would have as well. But, yeah, so that is my very quick, very amusing uh, breakup story. That, that was pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> so hopefully that lightened this up, I guess, for you guys. Yeah, hopefully. That, that was pretty good, though. <laughs> uh, truly. Also, thank you for the nightmare fuel. I will not be sleeping again this evening. So. You're welcome. <laughs> At least you won't claw your arms up. Come on now. <laughs> hey fair point fair point of course nobody's heard that yet <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, I do this to myself guys I claw my arms in my sleep when I have really bad bouts of anxiety I did it this week we have three episodes I think recorded in advance so I don't talk about that until episode five <laughs> so Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> All right. Um, well, if you liked what you heard here, please feel free to join our Facebook group at CTK Podcast. Or find us on Instagram or Twitter at CTK Pod. Please send in listener stories. We want to hear them. We want to give you two listener episodes a month. But for that, we need you. So please send those in too chills thrills and kills at gmail.com yes and we did recently just start a patreon where we will be doing a bunch of fun different stuff depending on what tier you choose so go ahead and check that out we would love it if you supported us uh we would love to do this all the time mm -hmm. so you can find that at patreon.com slash ctkpod mm-hmm all right, well, until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.